Hello again. Hi. Uh, is, I we, we we fucked up the first time. Second take. I wasn't recording because I moved my mic and it was like unplug. Um, Yay. I'm Dave. I'm not Dave. That's how we determined it. My name Soren yes. doesn't exist anymore. Don't worry. Nope. Just not Dave and Dave. Um, yep. I'm gonna fucking plug the thing again because why not? Yeah, I don't have now. any hair. Uh, I don't have any hair because uh, I I was in a music video for my band where we shave our head. We're called Graver's Lane. We put out a single called Noose. It's on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, all that fun shit. Our debut EP, called, also called Graver's Lane, is coming out on July 3rd. We're going to have a lot of merch for it. A lot. Uh, we're probably going to have vinyl for it as well. If that's something you're interested in, please uh, check it out. Our social media is Graver's Lane 302. 302. Uh, we're also on YouTube, uh, which is where the music video is, obviously. Uh, so please go check that out, and you can see me becoming bald, if you like that. Wonderful. Okay, so right, we're, we're gonna explain now. this again. So okay, yeah, <laughs> you're cutting out a little bit, but I think that's just Discord, if I remember correctly, because this happens before. Um, yeah, because Discord's fun. Mm-hmm. But we're doing series one today because series one is old and it's good to show the old writing style of very short very simple concepts um and then series we're gonna do series four which is a good point to jump to because i ha- i don't have experience with series five and six is it six uh i think yeah so. i don't yeah, have experience with series five and six but series four is a good point to jump to that has a lot of high quality ones to show the kind of difference in style shifting over time to much more intricate and complex writing and concepts and yeah. in the future for topics, we're going to just either do like maybe a series of tales, maybe a set of SCPs that go together in canon, or maybe a set of SCPs that go together for no reason. We just threw them all together. Who yeah. knows? And and also, again, like I said before, but obviously you didn't hear it. Um, if you have any suggestions, let us know, because we would love to do them. We don't. We spent like 20, 30 minutes trying to figure out what the fuck today's episode was going to be about. So Because we covered all the like categories, and now everything's just in the big meat of just... Yeah, content that people put the on this meat. site, the big meat, the big meat, the big meat. Um, yeah. So we have a couple uh, skips from series one laid out in front of us. Um, did you have a specific one that you wanted to start with? Uh, I feel like okay. So all of these are fairly well known. I think mostly because I know. Well, I don't know if they're well known. I know that I remember <laughs> most of them because they're they're cool. I know that some of them. I think. Three or four of them are in the original SCP Containment Breach, and then like one of them might be in the remake so far, the Unity mm-hmm. remake. So that's why a lot of because pe- that's where a lot of people started is that horror game yeah. which blew up and now is getting like a Unity remake in addition to existing on the um, normal game and their Secret Lab, which is a multiplayer one. And we might do an episode on things like that at some point. Yeah. Um, I do have an idea for that, but it's needs some extra so. Yeah, but that's basically it's they're in a lot of it, so a lot of people know it. But also they're good, which is why they're in it. So yeah, so you, you still haven't answered my question. Which one did you want to start on? Eight. Let's do number eight. <laughs> okay. So SCP dash zero zero eight. It's called the Zombie Plague. You go to the the page that says by order of the Overseer Council file is subject to level four classification. Level four clearance required. A little link or drop down says please input security credentials. Click that. 
thing thing pops up. So I'll go ahead and read uh, the special containment procedures, and you can do the uh, description and stuff. Yep. And you're going to notice so these I, are a lot shorter than the ones we've done before, just because they're series one that's kind of part of the style. So we're going to be doing more. Yeah. Um, so item number, obviously, uh, dash 008. Object class is Euclid. Uh, special containment procedures, SCP-008 samples have been deemed class 5 extreme biological hazards, and all related protocols apply. Incineration and irradiation measures will be deployed in the event of political or military action, which may result in the facility being dismantled, a power failure, or zero communications from operatives or outside channels during any given 8-hour eight, eight period. The quarantine period for operatives leaving the facility is 4 months. If a breach has occurred, incineration and irradiation measures shall be deployed. It should be the policy of all G2 sites to not prepare an evacuation procedure. Alright, so that's already kind of weird, you know. Quarantine, yeah. but no evacuation, nothing like that. All mm-hmm. that. Um, Incineration, you know, the yeah, like. the like. You know, the norm. Um, description 08 is a complex prion, samples of which are stored at each of the known G2 sites. Research into uh, SCP-08 is highly classified and primarily aimed at preventing research, which may lead to the synthesis of 008 in the distant future. Traits of the prion include 100% infectiousness, 100% lethality, transmission through exposed mucous membranes and all bodily fluids, but not airborne or waterborne. Symptoms of infection with 008 manifest no more than three hours after exposure and include flu-like symptoms with high fever plus severe dementia in later stages, coma onset approximately 20 hours after first symptoms, and 12 hours after noticeable dementia. Coma onset will be considered an onset of death. A period of sporadic cellular necrosis occurs which comes to resemble gangrene. Surviving tissue assumes its original function and is highly resilient. Red blood cells greatly increase oxygen storage capacity, resulting in slower blood flow and increased muscle endurance and strength. Nervous and muscular systems are unaffected by total organ failure for several hours. Metabolism may decrease to extremely low levels, allowing subjects to survive over 10 years without nutrition. High blood viscosity results in negligible blood flow from gunshot, puncture, and slashing injuries. Conditioned behavior, motor controls, and instinctive behavioral mechanisms are damaged, and cognitive abilities are are severely retarded and erratic. Animals experience excessive brain necrosis and are inactive. Subject can adapt to its damaged nervous system, but is limited to basic physical activities, including standing up, bouncing on two legs, walking, biting, grabbing, and crawling. Subject will energetically move towards sights, sounds, and smells that associates with living humans. It will attempt to ingest them if physical contact is made. And neutralizing fully infected subjects requires significant cranial trauma. Zombies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is strong evidence to suggest that 008 itself did not form naturally on Earth, since variants of similar complexity would have displaced much of the ecosystem. In 1959, a short collaborative effort with the USSR to, ju- to locate G2 <laughs> sites and eliminate 08 was negotiated following their discovery. The status in Russian custody since collaboration ended is unknown. And there's an addendum. 500, Panacea, is able to cure it completely even in the advanced stages, just to, you know, kind of show the punching order of which ones override which else in the SCP rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that's, I mean, it, it was, that's it, pretty much just, it's just like complicated, intricate versions of, um, uh, intricate versions of, of what a zombie is. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's zombies. <laughs> it's, Straight up. It's zombies written in a scientific version of like what is the weird thing here it's the disease itself yeah i think it's interesting too that it, it supposedly did not come from earth um mm-hmm. yeah and it makes sense it's just since variants of similar complexity would have displaced much of the ecosystem but also it, it didn't it say that um 
It's, yeah, animals experience excessive brain necrosis and are, are inactive. So, yeah, we just I guess we just wouldn't get any like zombie pigs or anything. Yeah, Zo- no, no, no zoglins from Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, that I think that I, although I think that would have been interesting as mm-hmm. well. You know, like if there were like zombie versions of the animals. Yeah, I know. Um, I think zombie dogs are usually the one done in zombie media, um, and they're like the things that can run fast. Yeah, well, that, I think that's also because just dogs in general are, like, you know, so they're, like, considered man's best friend, that kind of shit, so, like... Yeah. there's all... There's, it varies depending on literally everything that you choose to look yeah, at. any any and every kind of media. Yeah, zombie media, especially when there was, like, the zombie boom, when that was every movie and yeah. every game for, like, a few years. Yeah. And now we're moving into, like, <laughs> cyberpunk time loop things. Yeah, great. Uh, I mean, like... Death I mean, there was, was zombie. Cool. There was zombie land too. That was kind of recent. Oh yeah, that was kind of recent, and that was. Uh, I that heard was it funny was as like, hell. Yeah, good. <laughs> it was a very good movie. Um, okay, anyway, uh, I. That's next, the discussion. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess we can just go in order to the ones that we have it here. Yeah, because uh, that was only a couple minutes. So uh, the second one that we're doing is called the Architect. This number what? is one. Wait a minute. One eight four. Oh, I didn't send the link to this one. Never mind. We're doing the Architect. Okay. <laughs> don't worry about all it all right yeah so 184 if you want to go ahead and read the special containment procedure yeah this class is euclid oh i don't know if we mentioned the last ones was euclid as well because yeah, it can I, be I contained that. oh another interesting thing is the main research efforts is making sure nobody accidentally develops this disease which is fun. what for for 08? for 08 yeah it's basically <laughs> saying that no one to to make sure no one makes this yeah again because that's the thing is like because that's part of the thing in series one is I think the authors are like, they have a cool idea, but they don't know how to say it very well. So yeah. I'm thinking what that means is this person might be trying to imply that it might not be alien. It might be from the future kind of thing. Uh, and that's what okay. they're preparing for just in case. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, that makes sense. it's, it's interesting. Cause you see hints of basically it's just, there was kind of an era, uh, an era of like, you should be mysterious and not say everything. Which yeah, is why the, the like data expunged memes were a thing. Yeah, the execution isn't as clear. Yeah, basically. and I think that, and it was kind of a choice. It's just a really interesting thing to look at. Now, this one, I like the first line of the containment procedures for the architect. Um, <laughs> SCP-184 is not to be contained in any structure. Now, which is difficult. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is to be attached to a high power electromagnet at all times. Should the electromagnet fail, agents are to report to its containment area and prevent access to all unauthorized personnel until it's restored to power. The containment area is currently fi- configured to resemble a park with 184 and its containment magnet disguised as statuary. Any and all visitors are to be monitored. Any structures affected by it are to be demolished after review by data expunged. I'm going to check what that is. Oh, it's um one of the Oh, a one proposal is called Codename the Truth. I don't know if we read this one. Mm. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure we did not. I don't remember what this one is. I was going to mention something about it. I think it's just something. It's like, it's like a tale based on the administrator and like the origin of the SAPs, which is what a one originally was. And now it's just kind of yeah anything that's big and bad. Spooky. I don't know. <laughs> um... Any structures affected are to be demolished after review by the truth, which is the administrator, I assume. 
Final demolition approval or inclusion into SCP will also be determined by this body. Or maybe that's O5. Um, no investigation is to be done into it without approval and a rescue team on standby. And now if you want to do the description. Yeah. So description, uh, there's, and this you'll be able to tell from there, the description will also describe, there's a picture up at the top right. Uh, 1A4 is a small, smooth, metallic object, 10 centimeters, 4 inches tall, and 10 centimeters, 4 inches wide, in the shape of a dodecahedron. Each face of the figure has a circular hole in the center, and a small sphere is attached to its vertex. 1A4 is made of an unknown but highly magnetic alloy about as hard as brass. When inside an enclosed structure, 1A4 expands the structure's inner dimensions without altering its outer dimensions. Uh, 1A4 will increase the inner dimensions of any enclosed structure by several hundred meters each day, beginning one hour after entry into the structure. Initially, 1A4 only extends the walls out, causing rooms to become much larger without adjusting the height of the room. This expansion continues until, all the, until the original dimensions of the room have been tripled. At this point, 1A4 starts creating wholly new rooms. 1A4 is apparently able to copy items from inside the structure, creating furnished rooms consistent with the rest of the structure. After a period of time, however, the expansion process appears to break down. For example, items will be made from inappropriate materials, glass books, a wooden microwave. Rooms will be oddly shaped, doors will open into blank walls, and hallways will be tiny or twist back around in long mazes. The new inside structures continue to be more and more odd, while the outside remains completely unchanged. This behavior is most dramatically illustrated in homes. However, it has been observed in other instances, including a cardboard box. The changes do not go away with the removal of 1A4, but no additional structures are created. So, that makes sense that it's called the Architect. It's, like, it's kind of almost, like, uh, similar to what the TARDIS does from Doctor Who. Yeah, it's it's like what that is, kind of. It would be yeah. what made that. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's interesting to think, because if you had a different, fa- like, where the Foundation w- actively used the things, like, I know one organization does that, I don't remember which... Um, basically yeah. any like containment van they'd probably leave it in for three hours to make a huge van um yeah on the inside <laughs> and things like that which also another interesting thing is if you have a huge like maze inside of a vehicle and then you rotate the vehicle what happens there might even be like <laughs> tales or something about that uh there's yeah. some addendum saying uh this thing cannot be in site 19 blah 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 hypothesize that it might be responsible for backdoor Soho or Shokugu's cellar. That's not the right way to say that, but I don't know. Investigation. <laughs> and it was re- it was recorded in a walled city um, in the Kowloon Wall City in June of blank, uh, which basically found the object and found that it could be rented <laughs> out to different people to, expo- to expand their houses. Yeah. Yeah, so and, I... I and it, this would be great for, like, one of those tiny homes things. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, just, You'd... all you need is just a door with a tiny amount of space behind it. And a little, contain- like, a shelf that you could put this on. Yeah. I also I, like I do... the idea that, like, so it's it can take the furniture and duplicate it, and it may be made out of the wrong materials if you go further. And this is the yeah. kind of thing that you could easily do something creepy, like, if you, a human being, are in the room during that time, you might not want to be. Yeah, I wonder, because I wonder what it does to the the actual, the stuff that it's duplicating, you know? Yeah. It's, it's that idea of, like, is it taking a part of that, or is it just, like, dead-ass, like, copy and pasting, you know? Yeah, because that's the, um, the I think part of the idea of Series <laughs> 1 is, like, inspiring thoughts like this. Yeah. And Series 4 still does it, but it's more, Series 1 will never elaborate on any of them. <laughs> While later so Series will, will, sometimes. Yeah. Um, okay. It's a lot. Uh, series one's a lot more mysterious, which 
I think people realize didn't make much sense when this foundation's trying to document everything they can do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then I think with that we could probably move on to the next one. Yeah. If you're cool. So the next one is is number 208. It's it's called Bees. Bess. Um but Bess. yeah, but but it's just just B E S no. I I read it as Bees, like B apostrophe S, but there is no apostrophe, so I don't know why the fuck I read it like that, but Bess. Yep. Uh <laughs> I'll go ahead and and read uh, the beginning of that one. So the item number is once again 208. Object class is safe. Uh, special containment procedures due to his due to his docile manner. Minimum containment procedures are to be applied to SCP-208. 208 is to be housed in a 10 meter by 10 meter room, decorated in traditional Egyptian style, furnished with a single couch and a stereo system stocked with music of North African origin of any era. Surveillance is to be maintained during all movement outside of containment. 208 is approved to be to operate at Site-17's medical wing. There is also a picture to the right. Uh, sculpture of SCP-208 found close to the Nile Delta. It's like a little, a little guy, a little short man. It's it's stylized in um like Egyptian type of Egyptian type of style. Except normally Egyptian styles are like really skinny for some reason. Yeah, like this guy's, arms. This guy's not. He's, he's very like stocky. He's like wide as he is tall, literally. Yeah, <laughs> beefy. Um, Two oh eight appears to be a short, stout man of Egyptian heritage, possessing a great deal of hair over much of his body. Along his brow is a mane similar to a lion's in shape and color, which grows down to a significant beard. Two oh eight typically wears an Egyptian tunic similar to that of the typical Old Kingdom military, although occasionally this is replaced by modern military fatigues. Two oh eight is capable of inducing rapid cellular regeneration and reconfiguration within organic life forms, which amounts to the ability to quickly and effectively heal most physical ailments. This is performed by a unique form of electromagnetic radiation released from his body, which acts in a wavelength that oscillates with four degrees of freedom rather than three. Four dimensions of space rather than three. Um, the electromagnetic radiation displays unusual pulse phenomena. Furthermore, the energy of this radiation decays over distance in a fashion incompatible with the inverse squared model. The radiation emitted from 208 naturally in small doses uh, and can be released in greater amounts when focused. Personnel have noted that being near it provokes feeling of wellness and ease, making him quite popular with the security staff. <laughs> this radiation also possesses the ability of warding off ill intent to the point of acting as a physical barrier to naturally malicious beings. What causes this is unknown, but MRI scanning of Class D personnel taken from death row in the presence of 208 detected an unidentifiable pattern of neurons firing. This activity coincided with a fear of extreme unease on behalf of the subject as he tried to flee the secure containment chamber. I'm just going to say... Combine that with scanning an MRI while he's actively trying to flee is pretty difficult. <laughs> it is speculated that the neural activity activates the accused stress response, simulating the flight or f- fight or flight instinct. What causes it to a- affect non-human subjects is still unknown. Despite his appearance, he is jovial, jovial and friendly to staff and enjoys the company of others. Due to his good behavior and willingness to cooperate, he is permitted access to most common areas in Site-19. Known to most staff is Bet seventeen. Known to most staff is Bess. Two eight is na- has been adopted as an assistant in the medical wing, a position seems to have fit into naturally. Two eight is also fond of children, has been noticed to be very protective of what he considers the innocent. The only thing to inspire aggressive behavior has been snakes, for which he is exposed to deep hatred. He was originally discovered in Blank, Egypt during a search for SCP Blank along the Nile River. While agents begin digging into the sediment, he spotted a foot sticking out of the river riverbed. Further excavation revealed it was connected to a great block of granite. Recovered and brought to Sector, he was exhumed from the stone after surprising a researcher who discovered he was still alive. He was moved to Site-17 as a safe class SCP. He's like a little, he's a little jolly boy. He's a dude. 
And it's great. Um, <laughs> what the a addendum guy. is saying that comparison testing of 500 says that it works better. Yeah, okay. We got it. Uh, but 208 <laughs> commented that he still tells better jokes. That's funny. He's just a little guy. He's great. He's a little he's a little jolly dude. The little his face kind of reminds me of like a almost like an elf in a way. He's like a um, he's like he has the vibes of like a D&D like a dwarf. Yeah. I feel yeah. like he would have a really good laugh if that makes sense. Yeah. Like a really he, deep hearty laugh is the best way to describe it and you probably have an image in your mind right now. Yeah. Because he he, ra- he radiates heavy dad energy too. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like dad energy of like this guy knows how to use an axe to chop wood (laughs) yeah he's just 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 your guy like your uh generic like i don't know lumberjack dad he's got extremely powerful sideburns to the lion's mane (laughs) yeah amazing okay all right the the next one is uh 110 percent oh this one's fun i like this one all, all this is a Wondertainment one. I really like most of the Wondertainment ones. Do you do you want to read the description one then? Sure. And I can do the. Sure. Okay, so then uh, item number is two four eight. Object class is safe. Special containment procedures two four eight is to be kept in a fireproof safe in do- in Doctor Mize's office unless being used directly for testing purposes. The safe has a keypad style opening mechanism. Any personnel of at least level two security clearance have full permission to access two four eight, as the numeric code is redacted. I was wrong. This is not Wondertainment. This is the factory, which is like <laughs> they. Mm, there's some similarities. I think Wondertainment was not technically an offshoot of the factory. Mm-hmm. They're similar. They both ma- basically manufacture things, and they show up being sold sometimes. Yeah. Wondertainment's usually focused on like whimsy and toys, um, while the factory's focused on like useful products. And the factory yeah. 001, I think we read that one is like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. 248 is a 25-25 page booklet of stickers. I don't need to do that. <laughs> it's a 25-page <laughs> yeah. booklet of stickers, each reading 110% with a small pressed imprint of the words the factory in the bottom right corner. The booklet itself is 7.5 centimeters in height and 15 centimeters in length. Each page contains two of the stickers, making a total of what would be 50, but circumstances before its discovery have only led 49. <laughs> it was discovered at a small house in blank Georgia. The object came to the Foundation's attention after one of the stickers was placed in an old, half-disassembled tractor in the family's barn by the youngest son, Ronnie Blank. The tractor was suddenly able to operate as if it were fully functional, despite lacking much of the engine and frame. Aidens removed it and the tractor from the family in exchange for a bogus coupon for free pesticides from the farm. Family was administered standard amnestics, Class A. Dr. Mize received it upon its arrival to Site Blank and took deep interest in its apparent abilities. The tractor is now labeled for uh, 248-1. See Addendum 248-01 for testing of 248-1. The testing of 248 has been approved by Dr. Mize. See addendum 2 and below for preliminary testing. Remaining stickers 46. So I I think we should do the addendums because uh, this description said nothing. Uh, yeah. so, I, I'll, I'll read the first one. Yeah. That's cool. So addendum 24801. 2481 is a 1979 John Deere tractor in an extremely rusted state. Most of the engine is missing, apparently from a restoration that was never completed. The frame is also partially missing near the rear of the tractor where the driver would be positioned. A sticker from 248 is located near the back behind the left wheel. Upon turning the key to the ignition, 248-1 starts up and operates as if it were in pristine condition. It's capable of achieving speeds up to 42 kilometers an hour, slightly faster than a typical typical tractor of that specific model. Though the tractor operates with no engine, gasoline is still required to maintain power. This next line is crossed out. It says further testing is required to understand whether or not the tractor would operate without a gas tank. 
Removal of the gas tank. Is, uh, that was why it's crossed out because it's it uh, adds on. Removal of the gas tank resulted in 248-1 becoming non-functional in all aspects. The whole of SCP-248-1 is to be held in hangar blank of site blank for future tests regarding the need for fuel, but lack of engine to create forward motion. I just did some research real quick on uh, how accurate this thing is. Apparently, one of the base uh, John Deere tractor models has a top speed of 40.23 kilometers per hour. Wow. So they that. actually like slightly, it is slightly more. Um, all right. It's, I just thought it was cool, you know? Okay. <laughs> you did your tractor research. Congratulations. I did, my, I did a Google search. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to get sold tractor ads. <laughs> Forever. All right. Addendum 2. It was tested on a blank brand computer. A sticker was placed on the motherboard, which then started up by, like usual, the speed of the computer was greatly enhanced, as noted by Dr. Blank Blank, the owner of the computer. Diagnostics revealed the disk space to have increased from its maximum to 250 to 275 gigabytes as experienced. The RAM has also reached the expected 110% efficiency. However, the interior was also experiencing similar results. The heat sink was pulling off 10% more heat than usual, and the conductivity of the wiring was allowing electricity to flow 10% more smoothly than the best modern superconductors. While the wiring achieves such a high rate of non-resistant flow compared to the heat sink slightly above optimal cooling, it is not understood at this time. Removal of the battery rendered a competitor useless just as in 01. Further study and its of uh, 284 and its powers and power supplies have been noted for future tests. Its computer is now labeled uh, 248-2 and is to be kept in Dr. Mize's top desk drawer. Drawers open via numeric keypad, the password to which is redacted. Has regressed that future tests regarding electronics attempt to focus, at least partially, on the implications of this high conductivity. Some form of electricity producing turbine or power plant could potentially increase energy production a thousandfold. Or maybe to okay. 110%. So it it seems like it's kind of just a sticker that like fixes stuff, but like to only to a certain extent, you know. Like it still needs some of the basic um, parts of it. Like with the um, with the 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 tractor, it still needed it. While well, it didn't need the engine, it still needed a gas tank. With the computer, um, it still needed that um, the motherboard and everything. Yep. Um, and do we want to read three and four? No, nah, I'm just going to glance at them. So that? okay. O3 is testing on organic matter. They put it on someone's forearm. It did nothing to the person, but it made their arm and really, really sticky to the point that they couldn't get it off. So they, the chunk of skin <laughs> is kept in a vacuum-sealed plastic container. Sick. And then the last one was attempted removal off the thing, and it um, basically could not be taken off. It was second added <laughs> near the first to see if it had stackable abilities, and it got they, to they... 220%, but it also increased the rust wear. Mm-hmm. They also they attempted to use tweezers, a pair of pliers, a pocket knife, a chisel, and a hunting knife, and none of it had any effect. So I guess it's like, it, you know, there's that idea of like people are always like, I don't know where to put my stickers. Like I feel like once I put it, it's just there, right? Yes. With this, this one it actually is. like it's. <laughs> you better fucking think about where you put this shit because if you don't, it is not coming off. Mm-hmm. And I think this was one of the earlier factory ones because the note at the bottom is spoken in a way as if they don't know about the factory. Yeah. So this might have been like the first, which would be interesting. Yeah. Cool. So Next uh, one, helpful stickers. Machine. Yeah. This one is two nine four. This one. Uh, I'll fun. read the I description like this for this one. You go ahead and do the special containment procedures. Yeah. And we'll just do a few addendums. I don't want. I want to do a couple of them. There are a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> There's some that so. I want though. Um. There. I'll do containment procedures. You said. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are no standard special containment procedures on file for item SCP-294. However, only personnel security clearance level 2 or higher are allowed to interact with it. 
294 is currently being stored in the second floor personnel break room and is monitored by two guards of level th 3 clearance at all times. The object class is also Euclid. I don't think you mentioned that. Um, oh, the yep. picture to the right, it says 294 at the time of recovery. It's like a coffee machine, but it has a keyboard on it. Um, uh, description, it's like it's a coffee machine as a vending machine with a keyboard. Um, so, description, uh, 294 appears to be a standard coffee vending machine, the only noticeable difference being an entry touchpad with buttons corresponding to an English Q-W-E-R-T-Y keyboard. QWERTY. Upon yeah, QWERTY. Um, upon depositing 50 cents U.S. currency into the coin slot, the user is prompted to enter the name of any liquid using the touchpad. Upon doing so, a standard 12-ounce paper drinking cup is placed, and the liquid indicated is poured. 97 initial test runs were performed, including requests for water, coffee, beer, and soda, non-consumable non liquids such as sulfuric acid, wiper fluid, and motor oil, as well as substances that do not usually exist in liquid state, such as nitrogen, iron, and glass, and each one returned a success. Test runs with solid materials such as diamond have failed. Uh, however, as it appears that SCP-294 can only deliver substances that can exist in liquid state. It is of note that after approximately 50 uses, the machine would not respond to further requests. After a period of approximately 90 minutes, the machine seemed to have restocked itself. It is also interesting to note that many caustic liquids that would have eaten through a normal paper cup seem to have no effect on the cups dispensed by the machine. Testing is ongoing. As suggested, 294 was moved to the second floor personnel break room as a money-saving venture. Following incident 294-01, guards were stationed at the item, and a security clearance became necessary to interact with it. So you want to go ahead and read 29401? Yeah, the thing 01 is one that I want to, to, is the big one that I want to do. On August 21st, 2005, Agent Joseph Blank attempted to use it to obtain coffee during his allotted break time. At the request of Agent uh, Blank Blank to see what it would do, Blank requested a cup of joe from the item. Moments after confirming the selection, Agent Joseph Blank began to sweat profusely and complain <laughs> of dizziness before collapsing. After moving the unconscious agent to the infirmary, medical team recovered the contents of the cup dispensed uh, by it, a combination of blood, tissue, and other bodily fluids. Testing revealed the DNA sequence was dispensed by it matched that of Agent Blank. Uh, he made a complete recovery after four weeks of rest and intravenous hydration. X-rays and CAT scan no sh showed no further sign of injury and was released. Both agents were reprimanded. Additional security measures have been recommended. So you gotta be specific. <laughs> There's some more That's things so funny. just to glance at. There's like, um, someone requested the best drink I've ever had, and it was specifically, it was because of that's what you typed it's it was a drink that he had had at a bar during a bachelor party and was convinced it was the best drink somebody else got a different one mm -hmm. and then someone, someone typed in the perfect drink um uh -huh. and he subject appeared to go into shock after drinking it he later committed suicide leaving a note which read i'm sorry but at this point everything's just one big left down let down someone it says researcher produced request for the blood of christ so SCP-294 vibrated and produced the message Hic est enim calix sagunis me, then produced a paper drinking cup containing approximately 12, .12 liters of red grape wine. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> yeah, there's a, uh, they're, they're doing a lot of things like, um, there's like my life story, there's the blood of Christ. Um, says, someone asked for a, a cup of someone's leukemia. Yeah, sometime... Jesus. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it um prints on the side of a cup. Uh, yeah. Some other things. Someone requested a room of room a cup of room temperature superconductor and received a cup of apple juice with seeds floating in it. 
Which is so, yeah. So it's yeah, a coffee machine that kind of just gives you what you want, but don't put in a cup of joe. Cause... And if you type in anti water, it says out of range. So basically, it's it is taking them from places. Yeah. So it especially like... with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, do we want a mid roll? Mid roll. Twitter. Yep. Follow us on it. It is. What's the at? Uh, you say it. Uh, it I think it's SC Podcast, Podcast Show. Show. There's only one P. Yeah, Don't forget only it. Only one P. Uh, Our Discord, Discord is also linked is on Twitter. In that. And then uh, Kevin Mack. I think that's all weird. Under twisting because that's the title of it. I'm going <laughs> to play an advertisement here. Cause, Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Well, it, I'm going to put an advertisement slot here. And if we have one, it's going to play. If we don't, it's not going to. All right. If, if, if nothing happens, then nothing happens. Okay. Okay. We're... <laughs> Jesus, it sounds like fucking smack the shit out of something. And I just clapped um, really loud. Yeah. So we're back. Was there an ad? Was there not? We don't know. I'll never know. Well, you'll know. I'll never know. Well, I won't I either. Listen to the episodes. Oh yeah, it's never it's mind. a weird automatic system. That I think <laughs> changes. So okay, then it's we'll never know. Itself. Um, <laughs> you download the okay. audio file, and sometimes it's got an ad, and sometimes it doesn't. All right. So the next one we have is just called God. It's number 343. Um, I'll go ahead and read the beginning for that. So, uh, item number 343, object class safe, uh, special containment procedures. 343 resides in a 6.1 meter by 6.1 meter, 20 feet by 20 feet, room at minimal security site 17. It should be brought any it should be brought any items it requests and visited by at least one staff member each day. Attempts to add further safety precautions or require clearances are unnecessary slash impossible due to the nature of 343. See description. 343 is a male, seemingly raceless humanoid in appearance with apparent omnipotence. 343 was discovered walking the streets of Prague and detained after a staff member witnessed him disappear from the streets and reappear on a rooftop. 343 is detained willingly in his chamber as containment has proved impossible. See notes. Then there's the addendum. Uh, addendum 343-1. 343, colloquial, colloquial, what the fuck? Colloquially, colloquially, colloquially. colloquially. That's right. Nicknamed God by the staff here, looks like an older man, although his features are different to each observer. In my first talk with him, he claimed outright to be the creator of the universe. When I asked him to prove this, he laughed, walked through the wall of the chamber, and returned seconds later with a hamburger in his hand. When I returned for a second visit, the previously bare cell had been furnished in upscale, old English style, complete with a roaring fireplace, and seemed many times larger than it did from the exterior. 343 greatly enjoys speaking with people, and seems to have a a knowledge of all topics. Visiting with 343 has become a daily event for many of the staff here, and all employees report feeling generally happier after each visit. Attempts to bar staff below three level 3 clearance have proven unsuccessful, as guards assigned to watch the room quit their posts, saying you know he likes company, or shrugging when questioned. 343 has thus uh, far been harmless. All staff have been... I don't know why the fuck I'm reading like this. My bad. Uh, all staff have been allowed access, and somehow they have all they all have time to meet with him for as long as they need. For now, I will leave this report open as further questioning of 343's ongoing, Dr. Beck. And now there's some stuff here. I'm just going to summarize it because we don't need to read it because it's really kind of confusingly written. Basically, Mm -hmm. there's a doctor who they don't have the records of names of or of them ever working with Dr. Beck or with this entity. But there's two documents that were recovered uh, saying basically you have to be questioned for your intent if you want to go in there. Basically trying to force people to stay to stop. And then the second one is saying, apparently my orders have gone missing. Apparently this is the last straw. I'm going to confront 343 tomorrow. Signed by the guy. Yeah. And then he was erased. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this guy's either just a high level reality bender or just God himself. Who knows? Who cares? It doesn't. Both. It doesn't actually matter. <laughs> who knows? Who cares? Yeah. But it's okay. you know he's just a guy. Um, don't make him mad because he can just zoop just... you. And go full Thanos. Okay. All right. Uh, next one is this, Josie. It's the shortest article. It's the best one. It's 529. I, I assuming you want to read the description, so I'll do the yeah. special containment. So object class, safe. Uh, special containment procedures. No special precautions have yet proven necessary. Josie is quite affectionate and at this stage is free to move about the lower levels of the facility. Staff are not permitted to feed che- cheese to her. She will become distressed if not given sufficient cheese. <laughs> 529 is a small house cat with gray tabby markings. Part of the animal to the rear of the end of the ribcage appears to be missing. The body terminates sharply as if sliced in two. In spite of this, it has no health problems and moves about as if its hindquarters were still in place. For example, walking takes place as usual, and sometime after feeding, the animal makes motions as if to void itself of waste matter. The cross-section does not display the interior, but appears pure black to the eye and absorbs all non-visible wavelengths. It is slightly yielding to the touch. Gently stroking of this area sometimes yields a positive reaction, but more usually it reads to the creature turning on the agent claws at the ready these scratched have experienced no abnormalities the hind regions do not appear to be invisible a cursor examination will show that there are no hindquarters dna testing has shown the animal to be female josie the half cat it's just half a cat it's great and the the picture as well it's just like a cat half a cat it just looks a cat chilling without a half yeah it's it's great josie's great josie the half cat people love josie and i am people (laughs) <laughs> I, I would be i okay so i have i have four cats how many do you have also four okay it would i'm not gonna lie like it, if it if it was obviously if it's something that was like on the regular like all cats are just half and that it'd be normal but like if i woke up one morning because one of my cats her name is crispy she kind of looks like josie like if she came up to me she's very affectionate towards me like I, in the morning when i'm brushing my teeth she always comes up and like purrs against my leg like if I looked down one morning and she just didn't have, like, a back half, I think I would fucking pass out, dude. Like, yeah, that. no, that's wild. <laughs> that'd, that'd be crazy. But then when cool, you get though. used to it, it's cool. You just have yeah. a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, next one is not so happy. Oh, yeah, this one's, <laughs> um, this one's titled... The Hanged Kids Tragedy. The Hanged King, uh, Kid. I think it's Kings. Yeah, Was it's it? Kings. Okay, so the Hanged King's Tragedy. It's number 701, uh, if you want to go ahead and read the containment procedures. All materials related to 701 are to be kept in a triple-locked archive at storage site blank. These currently consist of the two currently extant copies of the 1640 Quarto, 27 copies of the 1965 Trade Paperback Edition, 10 copies of a 1971 hardcover printing, 21 floppy diskettes consisting of data seized from raids on expunged, one SVHS video cassette tape designated da 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 um, and one steel knife of unknown origin. At no time are any of these items to be removed from the room. Access to the area is to be heavily monitored. Absolutely no personnel whatsoever is to be granted access to the archives without the express in-person permission of Doctors L blank, R blank, and J blank. Off to the right, there's a picture of 701. It's it looks like a man in not a lock jacket, but um like covered up. They're chained. Uh, their head is covered. Uh, it says seven zero one dash one in a still image from SCP seven zero one dash nineteen blank dash a. That's the uh, that. Dis- yeah. Uh, the uh, description: The Hanged King's Tragedy seven zero one is a Caroline era revenge tragedy in five acts. Performances of the play are associated with sudden psychotic and suicidal behavior among both observers and participants, as well as the manifestation of a mysterious figure 
classified as 701-1. Historical, esti historical estimates place the number of lives claimed by the play at between blank and blank over the past 300 years. Performances of the Hanged King's tragedy do not always end with an outbreak. Of the blank recorded performances, only blank, 36.78%, have ended in uh, SCP-701 events. According to historical records and investigations, these outbreaks generally follow the same pattern. One to two weeks, 7 to 14 days prior to the event, during the dress rehearsal period, cast members would begin to spontaneously deviate from the published text of the play. Rather than improvisation or gaffes associated with going off script, said deviations would be both orderly and consistent as if the actors were working on off a new version of the script. The cast and production crew will seem unaware of any change, and if it is brought there to their attention, will state that the play has run that way from the beginning. Two to three hours prior to the event, the outbreak generally occurs during opening a night, or else or else at the production with the greatest planned attendance, generally falling within the first week after the play's opening. One to two hours before the event, 701-1 begins to appear on stage in the final scene of Act 1, generally in the background or to the side of the main action. It may seem to enter or exit the stage area, but it does not appear to ever enter the backstage or offstage area. It simply disappears when not on stage. The cast does not appear to notice or comment on 701-1, at least at first. The event. 701-1 appears fully on stage during the banquet scene in Act 5. Here, it will be incorporated into the action of the play as the Hanged King. The cast will either murder each other or commit suicide, sometimes using items that seem to appear sp spontaneously on stage. Rioting breaks out in the audience, with viewers randomly attacking anyone in front of them, regardless of prior relationship. Following the event, if any of the audience members survives the initial outbreak, they may exit the performance space, in which case they will continue to engage in random or opportunistic violence. Victims will generally require sedation or restraint in this scenario. Normally, normal, present, normal personality will begin to return roughly 24 hours after the event. Surviving victims will generally exhibit signs, signs consistent with a traumatic experience. Some will have no recollection of the event. Others may be rendered permanently comatose or psychotic. If you want to read from there. Uh, yeah, I'll read the rest of the description. Um, for a typical case study of the outbreak, see incident report, blah, blah, blah. That's a link to an incident report, uh, which is like a, you know, a thing. An analysis <laughs> of the events leading up to the last uncontained event in 19 blank during a high school drama performance in blank blank. For more information on the play's public text, see document, uh, da, 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 da. And that's the, I glanced at that, that's the published script, which has nothing to do with the Hanged King or anything. Mm -hmm. In short, it's a self-evolving memetic virus transmitted through unknown means through the text of the play. Dr. L. Blank has theorized that the, S that the 701 events may involve expunged. This hypothesis is consistent with a spike in blank blank levels detected via satellite in the vicinity of the 19 blank incident indicating expunged. This is part of series one. Because <laughs> the thing is, usually data expunged is used when an author doesn't, like, wants to leave it up to the viewer. I mm -hmm. can tell this person knows exactly what they were saying under here. Yeah. Um... Foundation agents are understanding orders to suppress any performance or publication whenever found or detected. Despite the best efforts to the contrary, it remains freely available online, sometimes under different titles. All attempts to detect or isolate the origin of these copies have failed. Suppression of the play's publication has generally been successful, with most copies of a 1971 scholarly edition destroyed before distribution. Nonetheless, copies of the 1965 trade paperback turn up with regular, some regularity in both college and high school libraries. Agents are to obtain or otherwise destroy these items whenever possible. It's basically there's some history section, mm -hmm. um, which is just kind of like some history talks about the play itself. Yeah, so this is primarily just it's like um it's a play that kind of makes the people do what the play is actually about. Well, it's the thing is they the play script has nothing to do with any of that. 
Yeah. In fact, there's a changes. point where the character considers murder and doesn't do it in the play. Um, okay. So then they deviate and all kill each other, but and while well, this guy stands on it stage. <laughs> yeah, the guy's kind of just there. He's chilling, you know. So that's uh, spooky times. Um, the next one that we have is uh, 970. This one's called The Recursive Room. Storm wanted to read this one, so I will do the special containment. Uh, pre- or, uh, excuse me, not Dave wanted to do this one. Uh, so I-, I can read the containment procedures. Okay. <laughs> right. okay. Just the, uh, okay. Uh, so the object class is Euclid. Uh, the containment procedures. Um, all sites affected by 970 are to be acquired by the Foundation with a suitable cover established. Civilians attempting to enter the site are to be discouraged, preferably within the boundaries of local law. Trespassers are to be administered as a Class A amnestic. In light of Experiment uh, 04 and Addendum 970-02, armed personnel are to be stationed by entries into affected sites. 970 is a spatial phenomenon wherein a collection of rooms are looped on themselves. In all cases found, this is by means of a series of doors appearing on the walls on a straight line, such that it is possible to walk forwards and end up in the starting position. The alteration to the rooms does not affect neighboring rooms and floors. There is as of yet no known explanation for the appearance of this phenomenon. 01 is a cell block within Sector 19, and the first example of the phenomenon encountered by the Foundation. It was constructed with the intent of housing D-Class personnel and fulfilled that purpose until blank blank blank, when several D-Class breached containment in an escape attempt. The investigation into the incident led to the discovery that a series of doors had appeared in a cell block leading into rooms on the opposite side of the corridor. It was quickly established that the layout of the building did not support the sedition and that the rooms were following a non-standard geometry. Since the incident, double-digit number blanked out, further such incidents of the phenomenon have been discovered, with blank percent of them in an 800-kilometer radius of Sector 19. One notable example was found within the western wing of the redactive legislative palace. In this incident, the Foundation was unable to acquire the affected site, and local authorities proved intractable and hostile when recommendations on security were made. matter was resolved six months later, and a violent coup which saw the destruction of the building, resulting in data expunged, was eventually contained by mobile task forces Row 8 and Pi 1, supported by the rebel forces. There's some experiment logs and a thing about a guy having a nervous breakdown from it, um, which we might do some other time, but yeah. essentially what happened... Uh, well, they're, nah, they're kind of short. Okay, no, I, I think, the first I think logs are short, but then they get kind of longer. Um, it's still, like, comparatively probably all about the length of one, like, modern SCP. Mm-hmm. But essentially, as you get further in, things start to be slightly different, and sometimes it's, like, really bad, sometimes it's just, like basically mild <laughs> yeah it's it's they're slightly alternate realities and it looks like it's just looping but if you go further things start to be different and different and where you started different things start to come through like i know at one point instead of um a person which they had sent through a drone had come through <laughs> okay and cool. then it kept being a drone and the drones were different and i think at one point more militarized or something mm. okay. so it's basically it's alternate realities cool Okay, so then that brings us to the last one that we have listed here. This one's called Birthday Monkey. Um, this one, yeah. Uh, you read the uh, special containment procedures, I'll read the description, and then there are uh, sure. uh, there's a first activation and a controlled activation at the bottom. We can alternate for those. Yep. 983 is completely safe so long as technicians handling it do so on any day other than their birthday. Should it be presented to or handled by any individual on the yearly anniversary of their birth, they should immediately follow the sing-along guidelines contained in Emergency Kit 135R and located next to the door to the containment chamber. In the event the targeted individual fails to meet the sing-along requirements, their remains are to be disposed of through standard methods. (laughs) 
In the event the targeted individual meets the sing-along requirements, the following pieces of data are to be contained. Age, color of candy collected, singing accuracy obtained by the best judgment of those present, and the number of verses that pass before acknowledgement. No candy can obtained from it is to be consumed by any staff without senior staff-approved containment procedures in place and written waivers filed and stamped by the consumer. This requirement is waived in the case of Class D candy testing. So description, 93 is a vintage mechanical monkey with a faded date located on the bottom of the left foot, placing its manufacturer at some point in the 1940s by an unknown person or company. The monkey is dressed in the remains of what used to be a popular vest designed for circus ringmasters. In the monkey's left hand, there is a lightly tarnished brass bell. In the right, the monkey holds a small brass striking rod. The monkey is capable of emitting speech and sound, although examination of the object has revealed no seams, screws, or openings that would indicate a method of disassembly. 93 is completely harmless and inert under most circumstances and may be handled without special precautions so long as the handler is not experiencing the 24-hour period considered the anniversary of their birth. Once 983 physically comes into contact with an individual on their birthday, it will spring to life into a single backflip before raising its bell and singing a simple song. A ring, ding, 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 it's your birthday. This single verse will be followed by the monkey striking its bell, producing a tone that varies in pitch from quite high to rather low. 983's singing was found to vary slightly in pitch as well, but maintain a very excited and happy tone. 93 will sing this song once every 3-4 to four seconds, pausing only to ring its bell, until the new owner has died or met the sing-along requirements, which as of yet are not completely understood, but are believed to be based in timing the sing-along properly with 983. Each verse sung by 93 appears to age the owner of the item by what is estimated at about one year. By singing along with 93, the owner may deactivate the monkey, which, one done su once done successfully, results in a triumphant declaration of birthday from 93, at which time it will ring its bell once and produce a single gumdrop-style candy from the bell. The approach of the singing along with 93 has a direct impact on the color of the candy and the side effect of its consumption. Test groups instructed to file uh, document 135R to the letter have verified that a perfect sing-along results in the production of crystal-clear candy with mild luminescent qualities. A near-perfect sing-along produces the same candy, minus the luminescence. Both of these candy types have been verified as restoring any age lost by the consumer due to 983 song. However, the luminescent candy may grant uh, additional time in youth, though as of yet this theory is unproven due to the low production rate of this candy. Due to the inconsistencies in attitude, tone, behavior, and approach when trying to match 93's song, a wide variety of candies have been produced. Under absolutely no circumstances are black candies allowed to be consumed, although other colors may be consumed pending prior approval or containment arrangements. The initial activation of 93 was in a highly uncontrolled environment, so a retelling is the best record available of the incident. Subsequent tests of interest in more controlled environments have been attached to this document, as well as candy effects for those experiments. You want to read the first activation? Yep. Uh, 983 was purchased from a local flea market, intended as a gift for a monkey admirer as a joke. The seller of the monkey warned the purchaser that it was to be seen and never touched by anyone on the day of their birth, but was unable to give exact reasons why, stating it was a warning passed to them that was well observed and may have been, quote, gypsy legend or some other bull blank. Upon the birthday of SCP-983's new owner, the gift was unwrapped and the monkey handled, at which point it sprang into song. Staff attending the birthday party of their co-worker were amused as it, as it was the recipient at first. However, witnesses state the recipient became more and more agitated the longer the monkey sang. After ten estimated verses, the recipient tried to find a way to turn the device off to no avail. Attendees state that there, at this time several more persons several persons noticed streaks of silver within the recipient's hair. Following an estimated eight to ten more verses, the gray was quite pronounced as were signs of wrinkling or stress on the recipient's face. Within five more verses, the recipient rec returned the monkey to rest and complained of not having the strength to deal with this nonsense, pleading for someone to turn it off. 
With 983 not being fully realized as a potentially dangerous object, there was panic and sloth in the reactions of the attending staff, which led to 983 being able to complete what can only be described as 30 or perhaps 40 more verses before a containment crew could arrive at the party locale. By this point, the recipient had long since expired due to aging, leaving only a skeletal frame remaining in his chair with the skin clinging to it. With confusion on how to approach it safely, it was allowed to sing for roughly another minute before it ceased of its own accord, at which point nothing remained of the original recipient other than its purely skeletal remains. Final verse consists of the single word, birthday, which announced joyously before doing a single backflip and ringing its bell once. From the bell fell a single candy resembling a gumdrop, pure black in color. This candy was never consumed, it was described as being moderately entrancing, drawing a person's gaze until an outside source distracted them. With a number of individuals at the scene and the general chaos involving the incident, no single person was able to become too focused on the candy, and it was safely contained. So then, controlled activation number 32. During test 32 regarding 983, one test subject, blank blank, volunteered for testing as her birthday had approached, and, and she displayed qualities unique in comparison to previous test subjects, specifically an exceptionally upbeat and excited approach to her birthday. Blank is referred to as the subject for, this, for the remainder of this test. Without explanation as to what to expect, the subject was given 93 as a rad present with a prior warning that this object sings and it would make for a great birthday video if she were to sing along with it. The subject displayed glee and acceptance of 93 as a suitable gift when it was unwrapped and required no guidance in singing along with the object as it began. The subject went above and beyond singing the singing requirements, missing only the first verse to get the words and picking up immediately at the second, then continuing for a total of 45 verses for a total of 46 completed. During the singing process, the subject displayed the ex expected aging process with which each verse had it passed, but displayed no loss of energy or enthusiasm in continuing the song till their end. The subject remained completely unaware of her body's physical state throughout the experiment. Upon completion of the final verse, 93 announced the finale as expected with the stating birthday, loudly and performing a single backflip followed by a ringing of its bell. The candy produced from the bell was recorded as a, being a vibrant white color with vaguely luminescent properties. The subject noted it was the most beautiful confectionery that they had ever seen, and observing staff also noted admiration for the gumdrop. In keeping with the control of the experiment, the subject was allowed to consume the candy. Upon finishing the candy and following a one-hour period of monitoring, there was no indication that any side effect occurred from the consumption. With the experiment about to be declared finished, the subject asked to leave and was excused from the testing area, at which point she exploded with blinding light that damaged the cameras monitoring the experiment and left all attendees blind for five minutes following the burst. Assisting personnel was rushed to the scene, describing a faint lingering light that remained for at least two minutes in the place where the subject stood before it faded out. The subject has not been located since this experiment, and unusually high electromagnetic activity has been noted within the area that was used for testing. Replacement of light fixtures within this area has also risen approximately 70% from the norm throughout other areas of the facility. However, no decrease in lighting has been reported in any area affected by this anomaly. Damn, I thought that she was going to be cool, and then she fucking wasn't. Birthday. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. God damn. It's, okay, so, series one. The <laughs> stuff. Uh. It's their basic concepts with, a, with just kind of like a fairly mysterious article without a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. And those were some of them. Yeah, those uh, were a fair amount. Those were pretty good, like, spread yeah. of old articles. 
the the ones that we read were uh zombie plague zero eight architect one eight four best two zero eight one hundred ten percent two four eight the coffee machine two nine four uh god three four three josie five two nine the hank higgs tragedy seven zero one the recursive room nine seventy and birthday monkey nine eight three if we obviously we skipped over some stuff so if you want to go uh check those out then by all means please do yes they're very good Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a kind of a slightly different vibe than some of the more modern ones, which we will it's, see it's, next. It's a little bit more relaxed for the most part. Yeah, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit less intensive, mm-hmm. but still like pretty good. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, uh, I, I say the vibe I get from series one is a lot more unanswered questions mm-hmm. with, there's a lot like the, for example, the black candy, we don't know what it does at yeah, all. Very ominous though. Um, yeah, very ominous. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if this was rewritten, it would basically have like a log of what all the candies did, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but maybe still blacking out the black candy. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's still but, they're uh, still yeah. very good though. Hmm? Yeah, I, I just said yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, obviously there are. Um, I think we did ten of them, so there's like nine hundred and eighty more. <laughs> yeah, of really? them. So. Uh, Go for it. Read them all yourself. Uh, or wait, 990. I don't fucking know. There, there are a lot more. There's a bunch um, more. So, yeah, I can't do math. Um, but, yeah, so that was that was Series 1 skips. Uh, if you enjoyed, um, cool. I, I almost said like, but I forgot this is on, like, everything but YouTube. So, <laughs> just ignore me. Um, that's, that's all for this one. I guess we'll see you guys next time. Uh... He's not saying anything, so no, I'm gonna we're going to see cool with you it. next time. <laughs> we're going to be doing Series 4. Yeah. SCPs. Mm-hmm. Which is 3,000 to 3,999. Yeah. So that's a thing. So that's That'll a thing. be next time. Uh, yeah. We hope you enjoyed this, and we'll see, see you on the next one. We, uh, didn't, we managed to not lose literally all of our audience, only like most of them. Uh, <laughs> only. gone for so long. Yeah. So this is this is Dave and not Dave signing off. Yep, not Dave, definitely not Soren either. Don't worry. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.